What's up, y'all? This is Taylor Hart here from Respect My Region, and I just realized I already made a mistake this week because I wrote that it was episode 23 in my description, and it is not. We are on episode 24 of Blunt Talk. Um, and this week, uh, I have the Celestial Dragon Strain um, from Cascadia Gardens. It's a sativa hybrid. If I remember correctly, it's like Stardog and a Dragon OG crossed together, um, which would make sense with the name Celestial Dragon. Um, but it's a, it's a fun, happy sativa, or at least it should be. I haven't smoked this yet to know. Um, but yeah, I'm excited to spark this up and I have Solomon here as my guest of the week and I'm super excited, super dope little producer out of Portland. So, uh, it's, uh, uh, I don't even think I've had, I've only had a couple of producers on so far. Um, and one of them was a rapper as well. So, <laughs> uh, so yeah, I'm excited. How are you? How have you been? How is life for you? Good. It's finally like been nice out in Portland. I, I'm sure it's like the same for y'all. It's probably like the weather was probably pretty fast, like three or four weeks. Uh, I mean, we've, today is really one of the first hot days, uh, oh it's like 80 degrees outside right now. And this is like the first day it was just raining a few days ago. Like we're just now starting to get into our, our like summer weather for sure. So same with us, same with us, but it's cool. Everything's yeah. pretty, pretty normal other than that. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I mean, this uh, doesn't surprise me that it's taken this long for us to hit summer. We don't start summer until like July anyways. So here like my whole life and everyone's like oh where's the summer at i'm like bro it never actually starts until like after the fourth of july you know what i'm saying so we got early summer this year low-key <laughs> yeah and it doesn't last very long either so these summer months are the months where everybody calls out from work everybody is just constantly outside not really doing anything other than partying i know a lot of people who are like seasonal drinkers and they take the summertime to go out and get drunk all the time and drink a lot. And then they don't during the summer or during the winter months and stuff like that. So uh, it's a special time in the Northwest during the summertime um, when the sun's out. I, I enjoy it quite a bit. It's revitalizing for me to have the sunshine out because like when it's gray all the time, I just don't want to. I don't know. Sometimes it goes both ways. Sometimes I want to be productive and do things, but then other times it's just mad depressing. Like yeah. the past couple of months have been mad depressing because it's like spring and it's supposed to be sunny, but we haven't even seen the sun. Like, I don't mind if it's not hot, but I want to see the sun. <laughs> I, would, like, I would rather it be like, if it was like 60 degrees and clear all year long, I wouldn't even be mad at that. Like low key. That sounds great. <laughs> 60 degrees nice and sunny and clear uh i would be i'd be cool with that it doesn't have to get like super hot for me i can go somewhere if i want to be in the heat and then i'll just come back to nice cool balmy weather out here you, something that's reliable you know right. that's the kind of weather that i need is reliable weather <laughs> does the weather affect you at all in like your creative process or does it inspire you no, like I'm weird. Like <clears throat> I'm super weird. I don't make like my output isn't that crazy. Like uh, I don't make that much. I make a lot of music, but like not that often. You know what I mean? Like okay, we make music probably like 
four months of a year total. You know what I mean? But I'll make a bunch in that four months. You know what I'm saying? So like I like right. this week, but I'll probably make some next week and I'll probably make a ton of music. And that's like all I'll do for like five days. And then I won't touch my computer for like another couple of months or whatever. You know what I mean? I used to be just go, 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 go and make yeah. music. But it's been hard finding inspiration lately. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Kind of more like a sprinter in that aspect. Yeah, exactly. Do a bunch real fast and then just kind of let it marinate and simmer for a bit. Exactly. Uh, I, I, I feel that. Uh, I try and be productive and like do something every day, but I have to force myself to do that. I definitely have moments where it's like, almost like I'm, I'm manic, yeah. <laughs> even without being manic or depressive, you know, I, I get those moments where it's like, go, 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 go. And I get a bunch of stuff done. And then it'll be like a span of like three weeks where I just want to like lay in bed and watch Netflix instead and not do anything. So yeah, <laughs> I wish, uh, I wish I had a little bit more freedom to kind of chill, uh, and whatnot, but I still got to work my nine to five job. And so trying to balance like what I want to do creatively and the things that I want to do passionate about, balancing that out with the 40 hour work week is still a, it's a challenge, but I'm making my way through it. So, Good you luck. know. <laughs> Jobs are rough, man. Like I'm not working right now just because I have the luxury of not having to, but I like, I'll probably go back to work after summer's over, but yeah, getting off of work and trying to find the time to like, to want to make anything is the absolute worst. You know what I mean? Especially if you're, like you said, you're working 40 hours a week or whatever. You know? Yeah, it's taxing on the brain. Even like, even if the job's not necessarily hard, just having to wake up, go to the job, do it, and then come home and have the energy left over to be able to do anything else. Yeah. So difficult. So difficult, especially when I smoke so much weed. <laughs> that doesn't help me at all is is the amount of weed that I smoke. Um, but I also find that it helps me be more creative a lot of the time. So it's a double-edged sword that I gotta I gotta work through here. So um, but that's super interesting though to hear that you just do like bursts of production or bursts of productivity, I should say, um, and whatnot. Uh, cause I feel like you, I've seen your name pop up on so many different credits and so many different songs, um, and people that you've worked with, that it's just interesting to hear that you do it in like chunks, you know yeah. what I mean? Um, who have been some of your, your favorite people to work with as of lately? Uh, I did this record for Rap Off and Method Man. That was hella tight. That was like super fire. Uh, that was definitely what something I was going to get into <laughs> in this conversation. So, I mean, since you just brought it up, let's just dive into that real quick and we'll circle back around to some other artists. But yeah, that was uh, shit. <laughs> that freestyle he did was insane. Yeah. How did that whole, how did that come together? So like, I'm hella good friends with Ilmac, Ilmaculate, the battle rapper or whatever. And he right. started rap off NFT series or whatever. And uh, we've always, it's like, he's always been like someone that's been like a, a positive influence in my life. Like coming up, he's a little bit older than me. And he's always just like, just been hella cool. He's always kept me in tune with all his stuff. 
And um, I had tweeted because I was trying to get this house and I was like trying to get money together. And I was like, oh, I got a pack of beats for whoever wants to buy some shit. And Mac was like, send me a pack. And I sent him a pack thinking it was going to be for him. You know what I mean? But they needed a beat for the rap off shit or whatever. And um, he picked a couple and he was like, don't give these away or don't, you know what I mean? And then I didn't really hear much about it. He bought one for me. And then um, he hit me a couple months later and was like, yo, we're thinking about getting a legend on one of your beats. Da, 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 da. And he sent me a gift, a method man. And I didn't, I didn't know what he was talking about. I'm like, what are you talking about, bro? <laughs> It was really weird and cryptic. And then he sent me, I think what had happened is he had told me who it was and they were working on getting him on it. And he, Method Man did it like the next week, which was like hella tight. And then, yeah, that's pretty much it. This is an alley-oop from Illmat, really. That's amazing though. Uh, Cause those, I mean, those took the fuck off. I feel yeah, like- I mean They're viral every time. You know, it was such a good look. Like, it's cool. Like a lot of people like, kind of know who I am off of that. I was in LA and a lot of people were like, oh yeah, I've seen that, blah, blah, blah. It's dope. You know what I mean? Yeah. Super dope. Yeah. Good, good foot to stand on with that. Absolutely. Uh, that, it, the whole video, I mean, just the whole idea and concept behind it was <laughs> incredible to yeah. see, uh, to see all of that get started. So I, I'm, I was happy to see that you got to have one of your beats featured on there. That was super, super cool. So um, if, if y'all haven't seen it yet, uh, you're clearly living under a rock, um, <laughs> but you should go look it up um, because it is uh, well worth a, a watch. It's also pretty, pretty fucking funny. So it's, uh, it's good content for the soul. <laughs> I'll say that it's good content for the soul. I'm sure there's some chicken soup left over in that fridge too. So, you know, just soak that up in the, in here. Uh, so, all right, circling back around though, um, who are some other artists that have like really, uh, like inspired you, uh, or, or in some way, or that you just like, have really enjoyed, um, listening to them spit over your beats. Uh, Dante Thomas is one of my favorites for real. Word. He's fire. That fool is crazy. And he, I've just known him forever. It's just tight to see him like. You know, uh, grow from when he's from when he was a little ass kid. You know what I mean? Like it's just like, oh man, you guys, yeah. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, <laughs> have you been in Portland your whole life? Then, yeah, yeah. word. That's yeah, what's I've, up. I've had mad chances to move and shit, but like every time I'm about to move, something happens. And this last time, it was COVID. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's probably, the next like year. I got a yeah. couple. I wrap up here but yeah but portland's been been good to you you would say right. him dante's dope jaywap sellotite me and jaywap yeah. and dante and mick jenkins got a record that came out not that long ago that's super dope saw that yeah um boca milk, milk one of my favorites if you're familiar with him are you familiar with milk I, yes, uh, actually, uh, Greg Cypher's birthday, um, he had milk on oh, um, right when he uh, was releasing Windbreaker with Andy, yeah. um, and I lost my shit. Yeah. I 
never heard him before. And I was sitting in the back because it was at the tiniest, it was at Vermilion out here um, in Capitol Hill in Seattle. And um, I was sitting in like in the back on like one of the booths and I literally had to stand up on top of it and like look over everybody and be like, who the fuck is this spitting right now? Like, holy shit, he is so good. That fool's fire. He's actually my, oh, we used to live together like last year around this time. <laughs> that's awesome that's my dog we got through two projects out and we're working on a third one we don't know when we're gonna put it out but awesome fun. um i saw uh that he had done a, a freestyle on your your radio it was it a radio cypher series yeah the song radio shit so what i did is originally he had done a freestyle over a different beat on Max one love series and i just flipped his freestyle that's what like the saw radio freestyle is it's like my spin on like okay other like people's stuff and so this season i'm doing them in seasons and this season i'm doing all the homies and shit last season i did a bunch of other rappers but this season's okay cool that's awesome though because yeah i was kind of looking through those and i was like okay this is sick this is cool and like the the ones that previous ones i was like okay this is obviously just a flip on it and whatnot yeah, yeah. but yeah i couldn't tell but the new ones um so that's that's just cool um because i love it when um i love it when people rework things and hear it through their ears yeah. and you get to experience it in a different way mm -hmm. um so that's really cool um, when you're when you're going to go flip something like that, um, does something stand out to you, like an element that you grasp and you want to run with, or like what's going through your brain when you're working through that process? I gotta like hella like the verse or whatever it is. I'm okay, like, <laughs> kill that. I mean, I was like, I gotta flip that. Like, I want to do. Boogie just did one. That's what he fucking went crazy. But it's like three different beats. So I got to figure out like how I would work it all into like one thing. But that'll probably be the next one I'll do. I might do it today. Yeah. Uh, but um, I just have to like it. You know what I mean? If I like it, then I'm like, okay. Like I was going to redo Drake's whole shit, but that shit would have took forever. Like, oh shit. Yeah. Uh, that would have took like... I probably would have took me like six months. It's too many songs. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> yeah, uh, I I can understand that having that like visceral reaction. Um, I you know tend to either write about or feature or you know. Um, interview somebody when I when I'm like like when I heard milk like I I had that like holy fuck moment you know so I totally uh, I can understand that and and can see how that would be the uh, you would have that moment where you'd be like oh shit <laughs> you know <laughs> that's sick though I uh, I rock with those like I was saying I like hearing things from that different perspective so anytime anybody does a remix or a flip on anything I'm always down to give it a listen because sometimes I'll like that reworked version almost better than the first yeah. I got a <laughs> that I've never released like I've got tons of them I was probably should put a couple of them out but I'll send you some shit yeah, I would love to hear shit. I'm I'm always down. I always have open ears to hear and listen to anything. So and that goes for anybody out there too. You want to send me shit and get some feedback on it, or even just have somebody listen to it. No feedback needed. Holler at me because I will listen. I always will listen. <laughs> Sometimes to a fault, but 
that's okay. <laughs> uh, so while I'm starting to get toasty off of this blunt, uh, are, are you a cannabis consumer at all? Man, I used to smoke so much. And then one day, I actually remember the exact time I quit. Like when we changed for me is when dabs first came around and everyone was making those shitty ass dabs. Yeah. And gave me one and it gave me the worst anxiety I've ever had in my life. And then ever since then, I can't smoke. I try like once a year, I'm like, all right, let me try smoking. And then I won't like it. Or like the other day, I'm like, was retarded or stupid, excuse me. And I ate a... I ate an edible for some reason. I was tweeting about it, and I ate an edible on an empty stomach. And I was so high that I don't ever. I didn't. I hated it. And like, <laughs> pretty, much, pretty so. I'm pretty much sober for the most part. I drink sometimes, but yeah, that's. Yeah. I mean, it, it's healthy. That's healthy for sure. So being sober is not fun. Like no. Okay, look. Like I'm like, damn. This is <laughs> like you know what I mean. Like, have you dabbled in CBD at all? Yeah, but that doesn't do anything to me. I, I just sit there and do shit. <laughs> the way that I, so I, I bud tend. Um, so the way that I try and talk to my customers about it, because a lot of the time they're like, well, nothing happened. And I was like, well, did your back hurt anymore? And they were like, well, no. And I was like, that's what it does. Yeah, I was yeah. like, you really like, if you're fine and you're healthy and you just like used to smoke weed to get high or, or whatever, you know what I mean? Like CBD's probably not going to be for you like yeah, yeah. cbd is definitely like if you got issues if you got like chronic problems or something like that but don't want to get high cbd is a great alternative for that or like if you have issues like relaxing like sometimes i have issues like shutting my brain off and so that's where cbd like really helps because it'll yeah. just help calm me down and relax me without like getting me too fucked up Sometimes THC is just is too much, and I don't want to be stupid, silly stoned, which is kind of why I smoke a lot of like heady sativa shit. Um, yeah. That's like happy go lucky. Yeah, um, I like and shit. I like being like I don't know. I just sativas are too much for me. Like I'll I'll have to I'm already yeah. why you know what I mean. So like I gotta yeah. Be uh, yeah, I, I know a majority of people that I smoke with are like that. And so they're always gotten like um, super body dominant highs or something like that. And I'm uh, not about that. If I can't feel my body, I start to yeah. get like freaked out and shit, which is why I go for a heady high. But like, I feel like everybody else is the opposite. They're like, if I get too heady in the head, then I start to freak out. And yeah. and and so that's why they go for the body high. So um yeah, I've talked to quite a few people as of lately. I feel like the pandemic really changed things for a lot of people, too. I've talked to so many people that have quit everything in the past couple of years and gone more poor sober lifestyle, which is interesting because I felt like a majority of people would have gone the opposite way and would have, like, picked up a bunch of vices because of the stress of the pandemic. But I don't know. Like, every day. Like, we would just drink. That was, like, the thing to do. You know what I mean? For, yeah. Like first like couple months and then it's like all right i'm sick of being hungover you know what i'm saying yeah <laughs> i uh hate so, being hungover yeah we all just didn't have to go in it was really one day just everybody was like oh we don't have to go to work anymore you know what i mean and it's crazy to look back like what a weird time that was everything was like so uncertain you know what i'm saying yeah absolutely <clears throat> i mean at one point people were like 
panic buying weed and we were like serving like 400 500 people a day like selling everybody like max capacity of how much they could purchase because they didn't know if like weed stores were going to shut down i legitimately had people telling me that like if if they were not able to buy cannabis that they wouldn't have survived the pandemic (laughs) which makes me laugh but i had job security thankfully (laughs) although i'm kind of jealous that i didn't get to like sit down and like i don't know take a breather um i worked every day of the pandemic like i didn't i didn't have a couple of weeks off i didn't i didn't get any of that time to kind of like chill so that's part of me is kind of jealous <laughs> uh part of me is kind of jealous that oh. i didn't get get to chill that's when i made the most shit like because at the start of the pandemic i had just signed this deal for this album that's actually coming out hella soon and so I was just making, I didn't have anything to do but make shit. That's when I was really, really, really just like every day I would like sit and make mad shit. And I feel like I got a lot better during the start of the pandemic too. And like honed a lot of, a lot of my skills during then, you know what I mean? Yeah. Did you, were you doing like a lot of like research and like trying new things or were you just like sharpening the skill set that you already had? Uh, Kind of. I think my research era was like the year, like 2019, 2018 was like when I was researching shit. And mm-hmm. then it was like when I actually had time to like try all the new things I learned. My sound kind of changed from then to now. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Yeah, super interesting. I was talking to um, Tope actually not that long ago. I had yeah. Tope on. Wait. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, but he was telling me about how his move from Portland to the Bay really influenced and changed his sound um, just because of being in a new environment and everything. Um, it kind of forced him to just create differently. Um, you were talking about moving out of the area. Do you think that your sound is going to change again when you move out of the area or are you pretty happy with where you're at? Nah, it changes because I can make so much different kind of shit. It, my sound like really does change like every couple years. You know what I mean? I just get bored with shit really quick. Yeah. So like I'll just be like, all right, well we're gonna. I'll just find another producer that I like and like listen to them a lot and try to make like some stuff like that. You know what I mean? Totally. Yeah. Uh, does it does it change with the seasons at all, or do you think it's just like wherever you're at in life that kind of? I think stuff. it's because I like. I work with a lot. Whoever I'm working with the most, I think, is kind of what it is at the time. You know what I mean? And then Mm -hmm. that's how it moves around. So, like, recently, I'm, like, the only thing that I haven't really dipped my feet in is, like, R&B music, which would be tight. If I could find someone that was tight, I'd probably do that for, like, three or four years. You know what I mean? Okay. Word. Uh, I definitely know a bunch of uh, super tight R&B cats. Um, There's a a lot. There's a lot of really – really talented uh uh women out here too killing it in r&b right now so like for real that's what would be the best the ideal situation because we don't have any in portland barely there's like blossom and that's like my sister yeah making music with her it, we do we got we have music but we don't make music it's weird like we just don't make yeah. music. and then we have well i don't even really know anybody else who sings here really Crazy. Well, I'll have to uh, put together some names for you um, to kind of check out because uh, I've definitely uh, been exploring 
more so i've been such a like a die hard underground hip-hop head for so many years that the pandemic really like inspired me to to reach out of that genre and, and to go in some more like r&b and to listen honestly i've been listening to a lot of pop music which i like was against for so long even though like as a child i listened to hella pop uh when i got into like high school and shit like it, no i i was already smoking weed in like middle school and high school and yeah. we would like steal weed from my friend's older brother and we would play like skate <laughs> we would play skate too in his room all the time and steal weed from him and so it was all about like it was either like super punk rock or like hella metal because my dad was um my dad's been in a metal band my whole life and mm -hmm. so it was like punk rock anarchy metal type shit or super banging bay area rap like <laughs> that was it there was no like poppy shit no r&b shit no nothing for like so many years and so the pandemic really i like i feel like i i branched back out into some other genres um and, and the cross between like some of these genres too and the way that rappers are working with some other people and stuff right now is like really super dope so um i got quite a bit of local artists and shit that i could probably share with you and yes. that might be interesting to work with because i would love to hear um you work with some r d people that would be i think it would sound so crazy yeah i need the, need the opportunity so sonically like what are some of your favorite sounds or like your favorite um like i don't know i listen to a lot of like global music and stuff but like things like the marimba and the trumpet are like two of my favorite things to hear in yeah. music do you have any standout like instruments or standout like yeah. types of sounds pianos are always crazy like mm -hmm. if you play the piano really well it's like gonna sound good like 99% of the time, no matter what style it is too. But like jazz piano and like gospel piano especially are like, yeah. like I sample a lot of gospel shit all the time. So yeah, those are like my two favorite, that's my favorite shit ever. Uh, do you go digging at all? No. Mm -mm. Are no. you a digital digger then? <laughs> yeah, but I'm like really good at like, I Yeah, I wish milk was here, but no, nah, I don't. I dig hell no. <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay, cool. So, anybody that does like more power to you. This is like not my. I got the the homie Golden. Have you heard Golden Beats actually? You know who yeah. That is? Yeah. So um, that's my. He's actually digs. He's digging for me for this next album that I'm working on. Oh and, no way. <laughs> yeah, I've always wanted someone to do that too. So I'm like, bro, will you do it? And he's like, yeah, bro, I got you. So he's just gonna. He's just been bringing me records. To, that's really cool appetite and it saves me mad time you know what i mean so and people like yay and all those fools always have people that dig for them they just make the music you know what i mean wow that's yeah. really uh that's a kind of a cool element to it too um that that just kind of broke my brain a little bit um but i'm i'm excited to hear what you do with that and um, because i've listened to golden beats stuff before too and and i know that they have a, a great ear um and i really enjoy that so i'm excited to hear um what you produce out of that because that's uh that's rad it probably won't come out for like i don't know i just started it because i just finished this project more, I was working on it for like two years, so it probably won't come out for like another like two years. But whatever it oh. ends up, 
It sounds like it should be pretty cool. I'm patient, so. <laughs> Uh, so you've been talking about this project. Uh, do you have any uh, like any details for us on this, or is it just kind of a, a mystery for the time being? Mm. Uh, yeah. I mean, I've got like some crazy ass features on it, like people that are from outside of like the Northwest, a bunch yeah. of like dope ass rappers that I never thought I would be able to work with type shit. But I mean, I, I don't know. It's just like, they just like started, when I started it, it was just gonna be people I kind of knew, you know what I mean? And then like all these connections to other rappers outside of outside of Portland and Seattle and shit started popping up. But uh, I mean, the first, the first, I'm gonna just say it, but the first record I'm putting out is this record with Boldy James, which is gonna be crazy. Wow. And, and that's the first that's like the first single not it should come out pretty soon we're working that's on good. it but that's the first one so that's kind of cool about working on it though over a couple of years is you can make new people make new connections and then yeah. incorporate them into it and, yeah. and develop something that you never even would have thought to set out to do you know it, so it, it got bigger than as the time went on it just got bigger than what i thought it was going to be you know what i mean yeah that's super good super rad though to hear uh so again super excited i'm a big big fan um and i've been uh really excited to sit down and talk with you and, and learn kind of about your your creative brain and and the process in which you uh you do things though so um super dope to hear some of that little insight to it and shit um and so, I mean, that's really, uh, that's really what I got here, uh, for you. So did you have anything else, um, that you wanted to bring up or you wanted to talk about? Not, not for the most part, not right now. Maybe we can do another one after this comes out so I can have a little bit more to talk about. Cause I would talk about it, but like, I don't want to ruin those. It's still in production. So I want to no. keep it. At the very end, it's going to come out. I'm not going to say a date, but it'll be in the next three months you know what i mean so wicked uh so we have something to look forward to and something to double back on and continue the conversation uh at a later date um but i i have blown my brain i'm high right now so <laughs> uh my brain is uh malfunctioning um listening and hearing some of these things and the way that you do things and like having some other people go digging for you and stuff like that's just it's super rad so it's definitely built up um you know more respect for you in in my in my heart and soul so uh, it's always nice to talk with people um out here in the music scene um in, in the northwest because there's so many talented people that are just i feel like hiding in plain sight that most people you know aren't familiar with so it's great to get them familiar with them so I appreciate you having me on here. It's fun. Yeah, I appreciate you. Uh, where can people go uh, to find your stuff, to listen to your stuff? Where do you want them to go to? Is at SXLXMXN. If you just type in SXLX, it'll pop up on no matter what you want. I know it's hard to spell, but just think Solomon without the O's and X's instead, I guess is the easiest way to do it. I had to make it Google friendly. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, but yeah. IG, yeah. 
Twitter, Instagram, Spotify, Apple Music. It's all the Everywhere. same. So. Well, Brad, uh, is there a title for your project or are you not sharing that yet? Yeah, it's called uh, Long Story Short. Well, long story short, check that out in a few months or so when it drops. <laughs> uh, I know I'm going to be keeping my eyes out for it and I'll be listening to it and peeping it. And then we'll have to have you on um, after you drop it and we can talk more about it and uh, in less of a mysterious way. <laughs> Do it. Thank you for having me. I'll talk to you soon. Okay. Yes, thank you for being on. Uh, and thank y'all for watching as well and tuning in. Catch me next week for another episode of Blunt Talk. I appreciate y'all and we'll talk to you later.